0: Welcome back to Millennials Guide to Movies, episode 42 of our season 3 of Forgotten Gems. Yes,
1: our last episode of season 3. Yeah, but we got some good Forgotten Gems for you
0: today. Yeah, we do. Some questionable... (laughs) Yeah,
1: we're not real sure what the point of these movies were, but uh, we're going to dive in. But they were
0: pretty successful, and they're classics. Yeah, and
1: people like them. Yeah. I don't know why, but (laughs) people like both these movies. Uh, We're going to do Edward Scissorhands and...
0: The never-ending story. Ah, uh,
1: yes. Blatant false advertising. <laughs> it does end. It does end. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was some movies. No. But before we get to that, we're going to jump into our good friend Edward Scissorhands and his little movie by the great Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Did Batman and Beetlejuice, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure.
0: Paranorman. Yeah. A ton of movies. Yeah. Very, Coraline. You yeah. know, all very, those. Very
1: mm-hmm. talented guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, this is uh, Taylor set mom's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the plot of this one? It came out in 1990,
0: by the way. An artificial man with scissors for hands (laughs) is taken in by a family in the suburbs and falls in love with their daughter, Uh, Winona Ryder. That's
1: a great plot right there.
0: (laughs) Right when it starts off saying an artificial man with scissors for hands is where you know it's going to be good. Well, uh, basically (laughs) it's
1: just he's a freak, uh, you know, of nature. And I don't know, there's like allegories that it could be like a... You know, something, like, related to a kid who doesn't fit in. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to fit in mm-hmm. in, a, in a strange world.
0: But so. instead of just having some nerdy exchange student, Tim Burton decided yeah. to do a man with scissors for yeah. hands. But, yeah, it's
1: very, he's good with the scissors. Yeah. He, he trims, like, hedges and dogs. And
0: people's and, hair. Yeah. He's very really yeah. helpful
1: with those scissors.
0: And uh Edward Scissorhands is played by Johnny Depp. Yeah, and yeah. then um, his love interest is played by Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
1: They're both great in it. Yeah. yeah. And, um... The great Diane Weiss, but we'll get to that, uh, as the mom. But um, what is the theme of this movie, Taylor?
0: A fish-out-of-water story, but also shows Edward might look weird, but he's no weirder than the people he encounters in the suburbs. Yes. Understanding accepting differences that you said. Yes,
1: because he's... I mean, Peg Boggs brings him into this world of the suburbs, Mm -hmm. and Edward tries to fit in, but he realizes by the end of the movie that he doesn't fit in. Mm -hmm. He has to go back to his little castle there. So... (laughs) Basically, he's being made by this weird creator, and the creator dies right before he puts his hands on him. Basically, he's like a robot.
0: Yeah. And
1: the last thing he was going to do is put hands over his scissors.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why the replacement for hands before he had time to make the hands were scissors. I don't know either,
1: but uh, he's weird looking. He's uh, like got this weird gothic like outfit.
0: Leather. Yeah. But he has uh, like feelings, yeah. you
1: know? And his face is kind of scarred because he has scissors for hands, so he's always like cutting himself. Yeah but uh yeah, surprisingly a...
0: this movie is pg yeah which it shouldn't
1: be there's like a weird scene at the end where like he's like cutting up her mm-hmm. brother's face accidentally. oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's very disturbing oh, yeah. and he like kills her boyfriend it's uh, weird <laughs> yes. yeah. and then
0: there's like one of the neighborhood moms is trying to get with him. seduce him yeah, 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 yeah like... a,
1: it should not be pg
0: <laughs> it should not be pg
1: but i uh, made a lot of money right taylor like, what was yeah. the budget
0: only 20 million probably because we know where it was filmed and yeah, <laughs> it, florida yeah and it made 86 million yeah
1: yeah so it, it's a big success and some people really like it like,
0: yeah uh, missy. miss missy
1: yeah she likes it a lot
0: we'll get to the location of the film later on. yes
1: but best casting movie tell
0: them um,
1: diane Weist, the great diane Weist, as peg boggs what else like, is she in again? she's in everything and any movie she's in she's great footloose she's the mom in footloose
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: and she's like the one who's like let them have their dance mm-hmm. And then uh, she's in La Lost Boys <laughs> yeah. as the mom of Corey Haim, and that she's other. She's the
0: mom frequently. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and Parenthood as the mom,
0: but yeah. she's really
1: great. She's yeah. great, Diane Weist, and uh, I really appreciate her work in this movie too.
0: And Johnny Depp and Winona rider do a good job too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Johnny Depp's really good. He's very uh like subdued in this movie, and yeah, he doesn't know right. how to interact with people because he's been living in that castle.
0: like very antisocial. Yeah, yeah. But
1: uh, worst casting movie. This is easy. This one
0: came as a surprise to me because my dad is usually a very big fan of his. Yeah, of
1: his work? Absolutely. Yes. Except in this movie where he's awful. <laughs> Tell
0: him.
1: Anthony Michael Hall is Jim, the daughter's bad boy boyfriend. Uh just he should stick to John Hughes movies. <laughs> and after this his career like died. This was like his last big starring role and he was terrible in it.
0: I guess, like, we're just so used to seeing him as the nerd in, like, Weird well, Science. Yeah, and maybe
1: and... he was trying to not be typecast. He wanted to be, like, a bad guy.
0: But he wasn't no. a good bad guy. Hire like...
1: Kiefer Sutherland or someone who's good.
0: Yeah, like... or uh, William Zafka.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's who they should have got. The bad guy from Karate Kids. Yeah, they
0: should have. Really
1: good as the bad guy.
0: Anthony Michael Hall, all his other movies are just yeah, the nerd or... in Weird Science, nerd in Breakfast Club. And Kiefer was
1: the bad guy in Stand By Me. He was great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, should have hired that guy. Uh, it was just weird seeing him as like the bully for once because yeah. you know usually he's the one getting bullied <laughs>
1: no, he was and every scene he's in is awful like he shouldn't have even been in the movie yeah. uh, but whatever whatever yeah that's that worst casting mm-hmm. for sure um, we do some quotes now and this is uh, Miss Miss Everyone do you want to be the do you want to be Kim or the granddaughter uh, the, this is Kim when she's older and she's telling the story about Edward writer. <laughs> yeah a writer. yeah, Ryder, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I'll be the granddaughter okay mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I guess it would have to start with scissors.
0: Scissors?
1: Well, there are all kinds of scissors. I can't believe this is (laughs) a dialogue. And once there was a man who had scissors for hands.
0: Hands? Scissors? No. (laughs)
1: Scissor hands. You know, the mansion on top of the mountain?
0: It's haunted.
1: Well, a long time ago an inventor lived in that mansion and he made many things, I suppose. He also created a man. He gave him insides, a heart, a brain, everything. Well, almost everything. You see, the inventor was very old, and he died before he got to finish the man he invented. So the man was left by himself, incomplete and all all alone.
0: He didn't have a name?
1: Of course he had a name. His name was (laughs) Edward. (laughs) Yeah, that's the opening scene.
0: (laughs) I completely forgot about that part. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But in the end, they kind of go back to that scene, because, like, uh, I guess Edward, like... I mean, he trims like the ice sculptures. He makes it snow. Yeah, or So that, that's, that's kind of cool. That's
0: a pretty scene. Yeah, it they're is. They're like holding each other, and it's snowing yeah. on them, and everything. Tim Burton did
1: a good job. Of yeah, that scene. And, and Winona Ryder looks great in this movie. Like before, she was really gothic and kind of yeah. like, like not very beautiful looking. this one, they kind of
0: yeah, because in like Heather's and like Beetlejuice, yeah. especially, she looks really like dark, dark yeah. and gothic. Yeah. And in this, they had her like blonde, pretty preppy girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, so. she did great. Mm-hmm. She
1: did great. Uh, next quote tale. You can be the lady. This is uh, Edward and all the suburban house moms are like, oh, we'll have a house party for Edward. What does the one lady say?
0: And I'll bring the ambrosia salad. Yeah,
1: yeah, ambrosia
0: salad. Apparently, <laughs> that's Missy's favorite quote yeah, from yeah. the movie. She
1: likes all the quotes. Here. Yeah. And then the last one is Peg Boggs when she's like trying to cover Edward's scars on his face, oh. and she's it works for Avon. She's the Avon makeup lady, yeah. and she gets all mad with it. Um, uh, I guess the cover up stuff, and she's like. Darn this stuff! (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, Trivia, Taylor. This This is is Taylor's favorite.
0: Yeah, this is my favorite. The houses used in the film were a real community carpenters run in Lutz, Florida. Completely unchanged except for their garnish exterior paint.
1: Now why is Lutz, Florida important,
0: Taylor? Because we
1: used I, to live there. We
0: used to live there. Literally a few streets down from this and I would always brag about it all the time. I'd be like, guess what was filmed in my neighborhood? Because yeah. nothing else was ever filmed in Lutz, Florida. Yeah, because... well, it's a very
1: quiet neighborhood, like you wouldn't think of anything. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. But so... I guess when the movie was being made, this neighborhood was brand new. Yeah. And so you can still go today to see and I think it was up for sale recently, at that house. Yeah. Or at a, I, or a it doesn't peg box have left. the same
0: colors because if you got a carpenter's Tour now, everything's like really neutral, but if you watch it in the movies, everything's like bright pink, mm-hmm. yellow orange, everything like that. But it's still the same house in the same neighborhood, which is probably what how they save so much money is instead of filming in Hollywood, they film.
1: Some on location expensive.
0: And in case you're wondering, the big haunted mansion is not yeah, in carpenter's run. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> CGI. I can attest to that. It's yeah. not there. We look for it. Yeah, we tried our best.
1: <laughs> uh, the next part is um, Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder dated throughout filming of this movie and became engaged later that year, uh, but obviously not...
0: So, so sad. They yeah. were such a cute couple, but they it was were. like a big controversy because I think she was only like nineteen or something. Oh, and he yeah. was like a few years older than her and yeah. everything. But, but they were an it. iconic couple of the nineties. Yeah. No, they look
1: great together. Yeah. They did not get married. Yeah. And next, last bit of tribute. To
0: Johnny Depp was determined to nail the character and refuse any cooling agent, even in his all leather costume, which sounds terrible. In Florida,
1: especially. Yeah, that would have been... The
0: humidity. No, yeah. You would've had to like cut those pants off. Mm. It also took an hour and 45 minutes to apply costume and makeup for Johnny Depp every Yeah,
1: time. I mean, his hair and he's very pacey because he's been living in this castle.
0: And then the fake scars yeah, and the and, all leather. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I can the imagine. The scissors.
0: That sounds terrible. It
1: took a while, yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know why you wouldn't take I, any uh, cooling agent.
1: I hope he was well paid. Yeah. I
0: hope so, too. <laughs> uh,
1: sequels, Taylor
0: no Tim Burton has never intended to make its sequel as he said it would rob the film of its purity because most sequels suck <laughs> yeah and I was reading
1: about it it's just basically about him and him growing up in the suburbs now he felt like an outsider because he was so like artistic and yeah
0: so. so definitely a unique take on that whole outsiders thing <laughs> yeah you know? or like
1: if you're a new kid in a new school and you feel like different
0: yeah you know? exactly so yeah
1: no I get it I get it for sure so we get the allegory of that film this next film we have no idea uh, it's up
0: for interpretation. <laughs> yeah,
1: but people like this one too. And our next movie is...
0: The NeverEnding Story from 1984.
1: Right. Uh, so I show this one to Taylor because uh, in Stranger Things 3 they sing the NeverEnding Story song, which we'll get to later.
0: hmm
1: Taylor's like, what, what movie is that from? <laughs> I'm like, it's this movie that people in the 80s either hated or loved. I hated it. I think it's ridiculous and awful and <laughs> acting is terrible and the CGI is terrible, but... Some people really like it.
0: Yeah, some people so. remind them of their childhood sort of thing, yeah. but yeah. It
1: clearly was made by people on heavy drugs, like heavy barbiturate drugs.
0: hallucinogens. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't seen it, it's, it's weird. Yeah. What is the plot? Well... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try and stick with us on this.
0: A nerdy boy who receives a magical book that tells of a young warrior who is given the task of stopping the nothing, a dark force from engulfing the Wonderland world of Fantasia. All right,
1: let's let's break that. Let's unpack that <laughs> let's for unpack break that down. So, all right, the beginning of the movie shows this nerd getting beat up by bullies, which is one of the few scenes where you actually want the bullies to beat him up more. <laughs> He's very nerdy and very dumb. Yeah. And he gets thrown in a dumpster, hides in a dumpster. Then he hides in a bookstore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this creepy bookstore guy gives him a book. Mm-hmm. And the book is about uh, this world, Fantasia, that's being destroyed by the nothing, which mm-hmm. is like a dark, unseen force. Yeah,
0: the darkness.
1: So the princess of this this Fantasia, she he's reading the book and she Don't hires... Don't forget
0: that he's at school. He like goes to school right. and he hides in the attic for to... like... All A day. whole day. Like, 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 day and night. And yeah. keep in mind, this kid is maybe seven years old, yeah. max. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, the book is about this woman and her kingdoms being... Uh, I shouldn't say woman, this girl. The kingdoms being eaten up yeah. by the nothing. Mm-hmm. And so she hires this hunter, this Artreyu, to... Um,
0: Artreyu.
1: Yeah, to... She's also sick, so he has to find a cure for her sickness and save their Fantasia world.
0: Keep in mind, Atreyu is also like nine years old. And
1: also unlikable. You want him to die just as soon as you see him. You want both of them to die immediately. uh, Not the
0: most likable main characters in the world. They're awful,
1: but um, so he has to go do that. Meanwhile, there's a very fake looking wolf called (laughs) Gamork. Again, stay with us who's hired by the nothing, even though the nothing's eating up everything, to stop this Atreyu from saving the world. Yep. So, there you are.
0: And then don't forget about uh, Valcor, Right, flying- the flying luck
1: dragon who looks like a giant dog. <laughs> yeah. Again, if, you, if yes. you're not following us, it's really not important because the movie's <laughs> terrible.
0: Atreyu befriends uh, the luck dragon yes. on his journey. Who's
1: kind of like Yoda and like gives him like little bits of advice and saves him a few Yeah,
0: and he's kind of cute. I would say he's one of the better yep. casting moves in and the movie. As
1: was Artax the horse. <laughs> the horse <laughs> really steals the movie. It's probably the best <laughs> acting I've seen in a horse. and He really out-acts everyone else in the movie.
0: But- Ar- Artax is... Uh- Atreyu's horse, horse trusty he, steed. his trusty steed that he rides on this journey. Yes. But then, our tragically dies. Yeah.
1: What kind of kids movie shows a horse violently dying in mud? Like within the first thirty minutes of the movie, yeah. this horse dies.
0: Yeah. And like, and, tra- and if you're a
1: kid, and I'm sure I was upset when I saw, him, like, what
0: the. Heck? And Atreyu's heartbroken. He's sobbing. Yeah. Tears yeah. are running down and his the, face. It's like, terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, what is the theme of this film telling?
0: We think there's a theme in here yes. that books are important, self-belief is important, avoiding bullies is important, cherishing, cherishing your child has, is important, mm-hmm. but we still aren't 100% sure what the movie's trying
1: yeah, to say. Yeah, like the swamps of despair in the movie, you're pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty, muddled. It's pretty we, we, muddled. We don't know what's going
0: on. <laughs> it made a lot of money though yeah, from the budget. The budget
1: was 27 million, it made 100 million.
0: Uh, Did you go see it in theaters? No,
1: I thought it looked awful in the preview. Uh, <laughs> And Anne saw it. She quite liked it, but uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, but it is a gem. Some people like it. It is occasionally on TV. Uh, best casting move, Taylor.
0: Tammy Stronic. Yeah, is she, The Princess of Fantasia. Right,
1: the childlike princess. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really good, and you know they make her up to look like a princess. And she's see. sad because her world is ending.
0: I mean, she's in it for like five minutes, but yeah, yeah. and then Artax is good yeah, too. the yeah. horse also
1: in it for five minutes.
0: Also in it for a good five minutes. Both of
1: them both. outact everyone else in the movie.
0: They're pretty good. They're, yeah. They steal the show, for sure.
1: Worst, act, worst casting move, Taylor.
0: Everyone else in the movie. Correct,
1: yeah. <laughs> so the kid who plays uh, Bastion is terrible. <laughs> the kid who plays Atreyu is terrible. Mm-hmm. I've never seen either one of these kids in any other movie. And <laughs> all the mythical creatures, because it's bad CGI. I now, don't, and mind, now I don't mind Valcour
0: as much. Valcor's pretty fun. He's always saving the day, you know. I
1: guess he's chipper. Mm-hmm. There's Gamorak, the, the wolf... Creature the rock, buyer, teeny weeny. There's a bunch of weird side that, characters, they don't that, really don't that turtle do thing. Oh, yeah, the turtle guy, yeah, is that the oracle or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Or
0: something he's like this rock turtle thing that sneezes and then blows people away, and he's in the mud of despair. Yeah,
1: it, again, <laughs> if you're not following, it's not important. So, at the end, obviously, the world gets eaten by this nothing, but. The only thing that can save it is if this bastion believes that it's really happening.
0: So he has to say the name out loud. Like
1: Moonchild of the princess. Yeah, they give her a new name. And he's like, I can't believe the book is real. How could this be? And the wind starts blowing out of nowhere and there's a big lightning storm. And
0: yeah. And so the book is real. Yeah, because the book's literally telling him, like, give the princess a new name. And he's like, What? No, this is stupid.
1: Well, it probably could have been a good movie. I mean, it's based on a book. If it were run by people on drugs, it yeah. probably would have been an okay and movie. And the
0: interpretation of it, because, you know, he's like, I think he says, like, the name for the princess, but we, ourselves, the viewer, like, weren't able to hear it. Mm. You know? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what's the princess's new name? Because he said it was his mom's name, because I think his mom's dead, too. So uh, that gives it yeah. some, some depth to it, you know? Yeah. But then it ends, and then the... It ends with him flying on Valcor, yeah. the, the luck kid, dragon. The reader, the is reader like, yeah. is the, somehow in the story.
1: Yeah, they, you know. It,
0: what city are we in? Are we in New, New York City? I feel I don't like. Know where and they the am. kid Bastion is now flying on the luck dragon in the real world, yeah, not in. And he's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got like, his arm up. Yeah, yeah, not
0: in Fantasia, in the real world, like NYC. Oh, yeah, and in. then
1: they get revenge on the bullies because they drop them in the dumpster. That's a good part. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the point is revenge. Get revenge <laughs> on your bullies. Is the,
0: the, it's the, the main theme, theme here.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: I guess, because yeah. he dumps them in the trash can. Right, and then he shows them. He shows them, and he's flying through New York, and he's got it. He's yeah, got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh memorable quotes, Taylor. This is Falcor the Luck Dragon.
0: Never give up, and good luck will find you. Mm, Profound. Mm. (laughs) Profound. Thank you, Falcor.
1: And then this is uh, Mr. Coriander, the guy who gives him the book. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, what's his name? Bashin comes in, he's like, the video arcade is down the street. Here, we just sell small rectangular objects. They're called books. (laughs) They require a little effort on your part, and make no beep, beep, beep beeps. On your way, please.
0: (laughs) But then he's like, oh, this book is dangerous. You don't want this book. But then he just leaves it laying around. And of course, Bastion takes it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then here's the next most important part. Right?
1: Hang on now. What is the next? The ne- oh, this is the next quote.
0: Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. OK.
1: So here we go.
0: Wow. Are we bringing you guys back right now? Yeah.
1: You feel <laughs> like you're in the story? <laughs> this is actually probably the best part of the movie. It's yeah, the theme song. It's the
0: song. Sing it, Taylor. Look at what you see. <laughs> wow, you really hit the no. Right? I can't hear you.
1: I'm not singing, you're singing. I can't
0: sing. Take it. Make believe I'm everywhere <laughs> That's
1: such a good scene.
0: It's a great song. Yeah. And if you watch Stranger Things 3. Yeah, we're getting, we're
1: getting to that. We're getting to that. Trivia Taylor. Falcor is actually a 43 foot long motorized creature with 6,000 plastic scales, pink feather fur. His head is 3 feet tall and long and has a, he also has like this weird tongue in his mouth. It looks like a giant dog. It's supposed to be a dragon, but yeah. it, it, it looks Do weird. Do you think
0: Falkor, like the motorized creature, is in some museum somewhere oh, that maybe. we could go see him? Yeah, <laughs>
1: maybe. Like, uh, like a prop museum yeah, somewhere? Yeah, if you
0: touch him, he gives you good luck. Maybe. Maybe yeah. We should make that. We should
1: look into that. <laughs> I should. Because it was filmed in Germany, so we'd have to go dragon. Yeah. Uh, next bit.
0: Contrary to internet rumor, Artax the horse did not really die during the filming of the Swamp of Sadness scene. After the movie, the horse was given to Noah Hathaway, Atreyu, at the end of filming, but due to the cost of transportation, the horse was left behind in Germany when the movie was filmed. They leave him at the airport? So they just left him. <laughs> I don't know. That's so sad. Sounds like a cover-up to me. Artax, they were jealous. He stole the show. Yeah. So they, they left him in Germany. They didn't want
1: him getting the Oscar for no. Best Sporting Actor. No,
0: <laughs> they didn't. They were like, Atreyu... Yeah. this one's for you yeah. yeah yeah here's
1: your horse for that terrible acting <laughs> uh and the last bit Taylor.
0: in season three of stranger things dustin dustin's girlfriend makes him sing the never-ending story theme song and the funniest scene in stranger things history it is very funny yeah they're running away from the giant the, the de- giant demogorgon in season three and <laughs> they uh, need
1: plank's constant number yeah and Dustin's girlfriend knows it, but she won't tell it to him over the walkie-talkie unless he sings their song. Mm-hmm. And he has to do the whole thing. And
0: all his friends are tuned into the walkie-talkie, and they're all like, what yeah. is going on? So we have the whole music going in the yeah. background. There's a monster chasing you. And but- Winona
1: Ryder is in it. Yeah. And she's listening as well, going what the-
0: yeah, 80s icons, and there you would have it, Never Ending Story playing in the background. Yeah. This is what I found What I found out what Never Ending two Story was. That's tied together. Yeah, because I was like, what's Never Ending Story? And dad, my dad was like, huh, oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. you need to yeah. see. Yeah. Wait till
0: I show you. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't insist she saw it growing up. Like, I didn't think that was a must-see 80s movie because <laughs> it's so bad, but people like it. People, people like it, it. Yeah. so you
0: might like it, too. Sequels too. Apparently, there are two sequels, yeah. and according to my dad, they can only be improvements.
1: Right, yeah, if you start from the bottom, they can only go up, so I'm guessing the sequels are better.
0: I'm assuming we might have to give those a try. They might possibly be worse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, yeah, you could find the two sequels, I suppose. And uh, Is the first one on Netflix
0: out. still, or? I don't know,
1: I'm sure it's on Netflix or Amazon. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> are
0: you kidding me? My dad's now looking up what NeverEnding Story got on Rotten Sweet Tomatoes. lord. <laughs> I don't uh, think you can always listen to everything. Never, <laughs> Ron Tomato says.
1: I, I yeah. I mean, it's an '80s movie. It's very '80s because it's got like a oh, Muppets the in it. Oh, yeah. CGI so '80s. Bad CGI. The part with the Sphinx or whatever, and you just like dive between oh, yeah. the two statues, and the laser beam shoot
0: It's very action packed. Again, for a PG movie. Yes. Mm. I, I don't know yeah, if it more... should be PG. Yeah. Uh,
1: but uh, if you need a good laugh, it, it'll, <laughs> it'll it'll fill it the time.
0: It it really will. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so those are our two movies for today. And that's the end of season three, and we'll be doing season four soon enough.
0: Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.